0: This is Talk Tantra To Me, a podcast that takes a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. I'm your host, Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse. My intention in this podcast is to normalize bodies and the things they do, like embodying spirituality, being naked and sexy. In modern society, we are taught that sex and spirituality do not go together when in fact, they are integral to one another. It is my mission to empower you to reclaim your sexuality by dismantling false conditionings and fear-based belief systems. When we reclaim our bodies and our eroticism, we are able to shift our perspective of ourselves and our sexuality to a place of unconditional love and curiosity. I want to express my gratitude to you for tuning in today. I truly believe that everyone who finds these words is integral to this progressive shift in our collective consciousness. I'd also like to encourage you to listen to your own divine knowing first. What is true for me and what my guests share in this podcast will not be true for everyone. So please approach the messages you hear today with curiosity and decide for yourself what resonates with your soul experience so without further ado let's talk tantra welcome to the first episode of talk tantra to me it is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle today i want to start by talking about life force energy and creating the life that you truly love and deserve also known as sex magic i like to think that i am a master manifester like when people ask me to describe my perfect day i describe any random like tuesday um I truly have created a life I love, from what I do for work to who I spend my time with. I don't even have an alarm clock. I stay in bed until 10 most days, journaling and stretching and meditating. I've managed to monetize my passions and my hobbies. I have a beautiful sense of community and chosen family. I have enough money to afford all my needs and desires. And I have the time and resources to give back to the people I love and to my community. And it really just keeps getting better and better the more I work with sex magic and my life force energy. And I want to be clear, I do not say this to brag. I say this to inspire you to create the same abundance and freedom in your own life. So you may be thinking... What the fuck is life force energy? It sounds like something from Star Wars or Star Trek or some other weird sci-fi whatever. Um, I'll sum it up in one sentence. I will never underestimate the power of getting clear on what I deeply desire and masturbating about it. I'll say that one more time. I will never underestimate the power of getting clear on what I deeply desire and masturbating about it. I know that that might be confusing. You might not understand yet, but I'm going to bring it full circle for you. So let's lay the foundation. You may or may not know about the law of attraction. I'm going to give you a short recap and overview of the basics because this is the energetic principle behind working with sex magic. So the law of attraction is a fundamental energetic exchange. It relies on the belief that all things are energy. You are energy, your car is energy, your partner is energy, your food, your pet, etc. And like energies attract one another. So when you're operating on a high frequency of love, positivity, and gratitude, more good things of that high vibrational frequency will come into your life. On the other hand, if you're operating from a lower frequency of fear or shame, more experiences with that frequency will resonate in your life. So the more you complain, the more you fall into victim-poor-me mindset, the, m- the more negative experiences will manifest in your life. This isn't to say that unfortunate or traumatic experiences won't ever happen to us, even if we're always operating at a high vibrational state. This is about choosing how you react when those things come up. Because traumatic and unfortunate experiences will always appear to give us a sign if we're going in the right direction or if we need to make a different decision, okay? So you can choose to let these things ruin your day or your life, depending on how big, you know, the circumstance is, or you can find some way to grow through the experience and find hope for sunnier days ahead. So for example, you can let breaking a coffee mug in the morning put you on a spiral of negativity, or you can choose to see it as a sign that your body is asking for water or tea instead. So we've all had that day where things just keep getting worse, and that's the law of attraction in action. But we've also seen the opposite happen. I know when I stick to my morning routine and take the extra hour in the morning to journal and meditate and move my body... I have a more productive day and a better mindset as I face the world. And so that brings in more high vibrational experiences for me. So the law of attraction is a, and, and manifesting really are, are a bit of buzzwords in the spiritual and abundance-oriented communities, but there's really a long history to this concept as well. Um, if you'd like more information on this concept overall, I highly recommend reading The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. It's a super easy read. It's interesting and captivating in my opinion. Another option is Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. This one's a little bit more of a heavier, lengthier read, but it does, um, it does offer empirical evidence if that's something that's more important to you. Um, so... Now, what does this have to do with your sex life? Get ready to have your mind blown like the best orgasms do. (laughs) So the key ingredient to consciously manifesting is putting yourself in a high vibrational state. So let me ask you a question. When do you feel the most ecstatic? When do you feel the most pleasure? When do you feel the most connected to something outside of yourself? When do you feel the most like a god or goddess? For me, it's when I'm at the heights of sexual pleasure, usually just before I orgasm into the orgasm. So this energy that we're feeling at that time is called life force energy, aka eros So Eros was the Greek god of love, or more precisely, this passionate physical desire. The word erotic actually stems from Eros. So when we pair our orgasmic or Eros energy, we become incredibly strong magnets for more goodness or ecstasy to come into our lives. Let me explain this in another way. This Eros has the power to literally create a human life. The first step in manifesting a human being is this arousal. So life force or Eros is the catalyst to creating a baby. Hmm. But what if you don't want to use the Eros to make a breathing crying child Where does that energy go? This brings us to step one of sex magic. Set your intention and decide what metaphorical bun you want to put in the oven. Maybe it's a new car or a dream job. Maybe it's an abundant life or financial freedom. Maybe you want to clear stuck energy in your body or heal personal or ancestral trauma. Perhaps you can set the intention of just bringing more love and peace and understanding into the world. My advice, especially when beginning to work with this energy, is to focus more on what kind of feeling you want to bring into your life and less on the exact process or outcome. So when I first started to learn about Tantra and I learned about using Eros and sex magic, um, I wasn't at a point yet where I, I saw this as my purpose. I was really just discovering it for myself. And and at the same time, I was I was doing work that I enjoyed, but I, I was I, I felt a little bit of a disconnect towards like how it contributed to my purpose. And I was still definitely also a little bit lost um and felt some shame around my sexuality. So when I began using sex magic, I was super vague. I think one of my first intentions I worked with was I choose opportunities that bring me closer to my purpose. So, as I was masturbating, as I was working with my arrows, I used that intention, okay? So guess what happened? As I used that intention. I was given an opportunity to work with victims of sex trafficking that demonstrated how important it was to talk about this work. I was also aligned with a business mentor who helped me see my own gifts and showed me how I could create a thriving business around them. And I started to have more mystical experiences with the deities related to Tantra. I began having Mary Magdalene Green Tara come to me in my dreams. Then, as time went on, I've gotten a bit more specific about my intention, but I still like to focus on the feeling and the energy when setting this this intention for my my energy. So, recently, or I guess you know, in the past like six months, I, I manifested my current lover and. I didn't think about how we would meet or so much of what he looked like. I focused more on how it would feel to have a lover who made me feel safe to fully surrender sexually. I also thought about how stirring his touch might be and and how, how we would communicate. Things that were a little bit more conceptual than like, we're going to meet at, you know, coffee shop that i always go to or he's six foot four and his penis is eight inches long or whatever it is um another example is when i manifested a car i focused on how it would feel to have the freedom to go on a road trip whenever i wanted or to have the wind in my hair because my main concern when i got a car the only feature i was really concerned about was having a convertible (laughs) And I think if I would have been more specific about make and model, I wouldn't have been as open to the universe to really exceed my expectations. Like if I would have been specific about make and model, I probably would have said like, oh, like I think I can afford a Volkswagen convertible that's like 10 to 15 years old. Um, yeah, that's what I that's that was my idea of like what I could afford and what made sense for like me to manifest but I didn't do that I didn't choose that I chose the feeling of the wind in my hair and this feeling of freedom and instead the universe far exceeded my expectation and gave me a brand new car that I truly love and serves my needs so much better so that's what I mean about being a little bit a little bit open to allow the universe to serve you in a ways that you may not expect. Okay, so step two is to put yourself in a high vibrational state by awakening your inner eros. So there are so many ways to awaken your inner eros. Honestly, almost any activity can become sensual or tantric if you put your mind to it, which I fully intend to explore in further episodes But for the sake of this one, we'll go for the obvious. To awaken your inner eros, the easiest way, the most relatable way for everyone here is self-pleasure or sex with a partner. So my recommendation for this practice is to set the mood. Even before beginning to tap into your self-love and gratitude, light some candles, play some mantras or meditation, music, maybe take a hot bath eat some tasty food have a glass of wine whatever gets you like in the vibe you know um and that's actually the beginning of your eros awakening your eros doesn't awaken like when you're orgasming it awakens as you're building it like this is a part of building that and that goes into you know another piece of advice definitely don't rush it The more you are able to tease this energy with edging or playing with orgasmic waves, the stronger your magnet can become to attract what you truly desire and deserve. Okay? So we've set our intention. We've begun awakening our erotic energy, our Eros, our life force. So step three is to merge your intention with your Eros. So I find for me, this manifestation has been the most effective when I self-pleasure. I think that's mainly because I'm much better about bringing the intention to the forefront of my mind as my orgasm is building. Um, I think with partners for me, it's been a little bit more difficult just because I get wrapped up in like the experience with my partner. However, I have had, you know, um, experiences with sexual healers where the intention of healing was at the forefront. And in those experiences, like, whoa, (laughs) very effective, Um, however, um, I also think with partners, what's really beautiful and special about manifesting in that space is that you can spend that nesting period after sex to talk about your intention while you're in this heart centered and divinely connected space. And I think this is especially magical if you're co-creating your intentions with your partner. So maybe you and your partner want to move in together into like your dream home or or you're working on healing a certain aspect of your relationship together. That's where I see this um, this sort of manifestation really shining. Okay, moving on. Either way, if you're self pleasuring, if you're if you're manifesting and working with a partner, no matter what, it's really important that in these heightened states you visualize or um, bring in sensory elements to your intention and connect to it as if it's already happened. So again, like tapping into the feeling of already being in it. So I'll go back to when I was manifesting my car, I was feeling the wind in my hair. It was already there. I already had the experience, okay? Because the truth is whatever you're trying to manifest it's already happened. You already have it because time is a construct. There are various timelines playing out at once, but you have the free will to choose which one you want to experience through the law of attraction. So now that you know that the law of attraction exists, you're able to through mindfulness, decide if you're going to put yourself in a high vibrational state, and then you get to choose the timelines that correlate with the high vibration. Or if you're being a little bit less conscious about your state, you might have a lower vibration. You might be operating for low, for low from fear or from shame. So you're going to attract experiences that put you in that cycle of more fear and more shame, okay? So, as you're orgasming and feeling so blissful, connect that bliss to the experience of receiving your intention. Connect it to the to the timeline that involves your intention playing out. The final step of sex magic and manifestation is to let go of anything that isn't serving your intention. So this is after you've done your sex magic ritual, after you've masturbated or worked with your partner, um, after you've done your yoni or lingam massage, which I'll explain more about in, in future episodes. After you've done all of that, this is when you let go of what isn't serving your deepest desire, your sole purpose, okay? For example, if you're manifesting a new partner, you need to cut the unhealthy ties with your ex. Let it go, okay? If you want to focus on health, say goodbye to junk food, make time for exercise. You basically want to create space for your desire to take shape in your life. It is also absolutely essential you first have gratitude for what you already have in your life, okay? Your situation will not improve unless you can be thankful. For example, you might be angry at your shitty car for breaking down all the time, but if you can find some gratitude for how far this car has gotten you up until now, you'll be in a much better position to manifest something positive because the frequency of gratitude is much higher than the frequency of anger or frustration. So as you can see, this is a truly holistic practice. You have to do the inner work to see this work in your outer world too. You can't just like, you know, do a yoni massage and then be like, all right world, let's Let's build, let's bring in my my dream man and then still be like sitting on your couch all day, you know, twiddling your thumbs and, and drunk calling your ex, all right? Um, but the good news is the more you work with Tantra and become observant of how this energy moves through the body, the more you will see it come up on the day-to-day, not just in sexual experiences. For me... You could easily mistake this, this Eros for feeling turned on, but it will come up in completely non-sexual circumstances. Like for me, um, it's putting my bare feet on the earth into a, into a stream, walking on the grass. It's, I feel it when I'm doing my, Art or my writing. It's this stirring in my lower chakras. And, and sometimes it comes when I'm just feeling really grateful, or when I cross a random person on the street and just feel connected to them. I, I feel it come up when I'm eating like a delicious piece of fruit or in yoga. Um, you can also call this uh, the Kundalini rising. And I'll go into how to how to cultivate this energy in further podcasts and how to use this energy to even have ecstatic or energetic orgasms, which is literally orgasming like without like any sexual stimulation, like you're not touching yourself or having anyone else touch you. You just like spontaneously like go into like an orgasmic state. Wild, amazing, so beautiful. Can't wait to share it with you. But for now... Let's get back to the magic of the moment, and that is sex magic. So for you to integrate this practice into your life, your next step will be to get clear on what you want. Maybe take some time to create a vision board or do a journaling exercise. Even just a meditation calling in your higher self can help you get clear on an intention that you'd like to work with and and get started with. And then comes the fun part, rubbing the bean, oozing the noodle. Whatever euphemism you want to use, I'm down to clown. Before signing off today, I want to express my gratitude to you once more for opening yourself up to the idea of sacred sexuality. If this podcast resonates with you, I'd love to hear in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective on this beautiful awakening. And if you'd like to take an even more proactive role in the awakening of the collective to sacred sexuality and Tantra, I'd love it if you could screenshot this podcast and share it on your social media. And please tag me so I can thank you personally. So with so much love and gratitude, have a sexy and spiritual day. And I'll see you next time on Talk Tantra to Me. Ta-ta!